Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. I got scared. Hey, yo. hey, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? It's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. What's good, Chicago? How y'all feeling today? I am joined by the Brody Bros. You already know it's Mr. Two Letters. If you knew better, you do better. Say who better AD in the building, y'all. What a dude. And of course, as always, we got the Brody Bro. Big Bond Stefan the Don Line One. What's going on? What's going on with you, my boys? How y'all feeling today? Super decent. Cool, cool. I'm decent. As y'all can see, we in a new building. It ain't been painted. Nothing's been done. Everything looks crazy. But we are in the new building. Blank uh, canvas right now. That's you know what I'm saying? Blank canvas. How y'all feeling about it? How y'all liking it so far? You know what I mean? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Listen. It's listen. spacious. It's cool. More space. Hold on. Hold on. Look at that. Cause, gotta, cause scratch eyes. Hey, man, we, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. We're getting into some Bears football today. Training camp is here. Right. So like the video. Training camp is here. Uh, right. Make sure y'all like the video. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports weekly. weekly. And we don't want you to miss a thing. So make sure that you hit that bell. That is the first weekly in the new studio. Got to love it. Got to love it. Um, No, we are talking Chicago Bears football. Got to talk about who is the most important player on both sides of the ball. Who's the most important player on offense? Who is the most important player on defense? Definitely going to get into that. Um, And then, listen, we got a treat for y'all. If you are a fantasy football player in our two of the show, we are having the Fantasy Whispers podcast come through to the show. Make sure to check them out on YouTube as well. We're dealing with Travi and Johnny Game Time Hicks. They're going to come on, tell you everything you need to know about your fantasy teams, how to set your lineup. If you're preparing for the draft, the most important thing right now, who should you be taking in the first round? Giants fans know about that struggle already. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have that as well and then we're gonna have uh uh uh, you know just some general bold throw some mess at the wall almost messed up predictions (laughs) almost messed up throw some mess at the wall predictions Uh, i'm gonna get into that as well and listen as always you know we love love 
Love hearing from you guys, the fans. So make sure that you do call into the show, 855-908-5668. We are going to be breaking down everything. We want to hear your opinion on who you think the biggest and most important bear is on both sides of the ball. Give them that number one more time. 855-908-5668. You had to tweet it out. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> he's slick, but he, but he radio savvy. You know what I'm saying? He's been listening hey. to Wild and Sylvie for a while. Hey, man. You know I mean? <laughs> Shout out to the OG. Shout out to the big OGs. Ayo. Um, let's get into the show, man. Let's get into the show. I feel like I've done all of the introductions. We are the only show. Let's talk Chicago sports, how Chicago sports talk. So let's talk some Chicago sports. And I see the Bear Dons in the chat already. You let's did. get it busted. So the question on the table, and, and one that I really think is important coming into training camp because we're getting into a brand new season with a lot of new moving pieces. And so to start things off, to me, let's. Who are your most important Chicago Bears for the 2021 season? For the Bears to be successful in the 2021 season. Uh, for me, I'm a. I'm gonna just start it off. Uh, as a whole, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna lie. For me, offensively, it's the line. It's the it's the line for me, personally, because. The whole line, the the the, the entire the line. whole line. The thing, the thing is, it's it, it's it's been questions. They got a little, they got a little solid uh, towards the end right there. Um, and then Ryan Pace did his job in 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 drafting um some guys that I that I could believe uh be staples. Um, so some of them. Might have a little vibe, you know. I might not want to meet them one on one. It's kind of, you know, taking the taking the soul out of grown man. I, I can't specifically remember what he said. He kind of scared me a little bit. I don't know. He basically said, "If I see you, I'm going to impose impose my will on you, and there's yeah. nothing you're gonna do. Take this." Yeah, I'm like, wait see, a minute, brother, hold on now. <laughs> see, yeah, I'm not here for that. But to me, it's it's definitely <laughs> the offensive line because at the end of the day. Um, it's like we've been saying, uh, Nagy said that Justin Fields, uh, when to start week one. Yeah. He didn't say he wouldn't play at all. Yep. I agree. This season. So my thing is to me, it will have, it will have to be the offensive line. It's going to have to start with the offensive line up front. I don't, I don't disagree with you. And I, I think that. If, if we talk about just the offensive side of the ball, of course, Tevin Jenkins being the most important part of that. By the way, uh, Matt Nagy reported Tevin Jenkins dealing with some back tightness um, coming into his first training camp. So something to definitely be on the lookout for. Um, Somebody called him Saj Lake. I, I think I'm going to be honest with you. I think I think the most important piece on the Bears offensive side, of course, like like to me, saying the line is just like, OK, we know <laughs> like if y'all suck, it's over. Because there's nobody back there that's going to survive it. But to me, honestly, I think the the key to the Bears' offense being unlocked, no matter who the quarterback is, and I might take some flack for this, I might not, I don't know. Um, To me, it's David Montgomery. To me, it's David Montgomery because I'm looking at your your quarterback position, and I see some people in here uh, uh, throwing some different names out. I'm looking at your quarterback position specifically, right? No matter who's in there, life is made easier 
if I can turn around and hand the ball off to somebody 25 times. And I don't agree with what Matt Nagy said when he's like, well, you look at your run production guys, the guys who are, you know, tops in the league. This is, I don't know if y'all got a chance to listen to his press conference yesterday, which not, not terrible, but I mean, it just him saying like, he, he basically was like a lot of these guys get their big runs in the fourth quarter. It's just not true. It's not, I, I've looked at the numbers. They run less in the fourth. Well, you, you run more if you're up. You know what I'm saying? You run more if you're up. I, I agree. He's not wrong. They do get the ball a lot in the fourth if I'm winning. But the Tennessee Titans staple on offense is Derrick Henry. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings staple on offense. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb and Kareem. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, get his mic a little lower. That's, that's my thing. My fault. That's how I pivot. That is my thing for real, cuz. <laughs> this is why you can't let AD do stuff. Why I can't let dude do that? <laughs> AD my breaking bad. the new studio. My bad. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm the most uncoordinated. <laughs> kind of semi former oh, athletic man. You know your life. That's how Oh, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Lord. Anyway, like I was saying, I would want the Bears to be a two a, a two running back, like you know, one two punch type of team. But that's neither here nor there. I think they could be this season, especially with us signing um, Williams. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I think that that's that's definitely an option. You got a Super Bowl but, champion but quarter, running, or running back. But in running there. to McNag- well, sorry, running to Mac Nagy is like getting a root canal. Like literally, it's it's hard for him. Like, he like, do I call a run when I got all these passes ready? Like that's that's his thing. Like he'd want to pass the ball yeah. all the time, and it's like pulling teeth to him. So it, I'm just like, bro, but make see, a make a decision. Like yeah. okay, cool. Let's say, um, like even if he went into each and every game and was like, okay, the first quarter I'm gonna run. 35 times. Right, 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 right. Second quarter might be this number. If he wants to have a set number in his hand, do that. I just don't want him saying the goofy stuff like, oh, running, like the run game is this, the run game is that. You don't know because you don't run, dog. Like, that's the biggest thing. I think that. He don't run. I think that, uh, well, what, I mean, you're you're right about that, but also I feel like what fans aren't taking into account now is that, um and and I I know that uh that just uh the Bears just lost Anthony Miller but the Bears now now have a, a one two punch because because I, I I do believe in I do believe in Mooney, uh A Rod been that dude Blake right. Bo- Blake Bortles been throwing him before we had the flag on Mitch like right, right, like right. let's be real, yeah. but now on the slots they got speed so now to to me I'm just, I'm just looking at it. As those those run, I, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that like like during the games, the Bears are probably gonna average like twenty four carries a game. Right. But this is the they're thing. gonna if get I'm most getting, of that run in the fourth. Twenty four to twenty five carries a game, right? And that that's kind of what scares me about what what we got coming up because when I'm looking at what Nagy's even talking about when it comes to this. He's saying, you know, we want to be in a position to get David 25 to 30 carries a game. And a lot of times those carries come in the fourth quarter. So that, that means you off ripper telling me you don't plan to run the ball in the first through third quarter. First through. Yeah, the first through third quarter. That means you're telling me you're planning on getting David Montgomery maybe 10 touches. 
in the first through the that, third quarter. And I, I think that that sets you up for failure off of the very beginning. From the very beginning. Right. In his head, he feel like, okay, cool. I'm going to get us in a lead. Right. Then I'm going to hand it off to David. Like, nah, that's it, what I it, plan it, to do would, every uh, game. Would, but, I, go ahead. Nah, uh, it would have to be... Uh, for for that, it would have to be two touchdowns. Like when I when I heard, I, I caught a little bit out of press yesterday. Yeah. But when I I'm I'm with you because when I heard that, I'm just looking at it like I like David Montgomery isn't a receiving back. Like 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 uh, in, in all in all seriousness, like it's not like you got a Christian McCaffrey back there or mm. Saquon or a Dalvin Cook. Right. Where it's just like I I can. I, you you can line me up. You can line me up in the slot, and I can get you those those ninety catches a season. Right. Like that that that's not that's not what David is. That's not what uh, uh, Damian Williams is. Now I, I will say it's a little bit better because Damian Williams kind of knows kind of knows the system. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not really the 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 bear, the Bears got speed dudes now, especially in the slot. So right. it's like. He he he's trying to get this thing where it's like you're trying to jumble up this offense again, and we don't really know if that's going to work. I, I think I think to me, Baki in the chat, four red in the chat. Let me shout hey, out some P1. of the let me shout out some hold of the P ones in the chat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got Baki in the chat. We got P one in the chat. I see Mike Nice in the chat. Mikey, what's good, my boy Berdan? Um, who else we got in here? The posers in the chat. Dan Payton in the chat. Um, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all for tuning in. Like the video, subscribe to the page, all that good stuff. Um, I, I think I think the most interesting part interesting part to me about the Bears on offense is going to be like to me, the pieces are there. But to me, the pieces, the most important piece hasn't been there, but you shouldn't have been as bad as you were because there were pieces there. A lot of this season, when we're talking about the, the most important Bears on offense, of course, we come in here, we're talking about the players. But a lot of what is going to happen this season, T-Live in the chat, is based on how Matt Nagy calls his game. A lot of what we're going to see in, the, in this upcoming season is based on how Matt Nagy calls his game, what plays he calls, what he plans on you know, implementing and putting in place. Because to me, if I'm David Montgomery and I'm not getting 15 touches in the first half, how can I get myself going? Yeah. Like you said, he's not a receiving back. I'm not, I'm not using David Montgomery in the past game. I might use Williams, but he's not a big receiving back either. That's why I think the loss of Tariq Cohen is bigger than people are, are saying because when you lose Tariq Cohen, you lose that receiving running back that you had. And, yeah, sometimes you can run him up the middle. Sometimes you can send him, you know, to the outside to try and make a play happen so he can find himself some space. Sometimes you can set him up for a screen, but you have that option with him. You don't – like David, he can go out and he can catch passes, but I'm not throwing to David ten times a game. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. He he hasn't become that kind of back. Now maybe this is the season that he does. Maybe that's how he works himself in there. But to me, if I'm looking at David Montgomery, I'm like, listen, I want him to be eating from the word go. He should have five carries on the first drive alone. You want to keep drives going? You want to run that clock? You want to make things work? He should have five carries on the first drive alone. So Nagy's system is momentum based, correct? Because I I recall him saying something to that effect. 
Nagy's system is pass heavy. Because he always talks about use the getting, run a, is, getting a rhythm. Like, oh, I want to I wanna I, do, I, I, think wanna, the, I want my quarterback completed pass. You, see, the completed this, pass. This is the thing. Forward Matt, momentum. Matt is looking for his quarterback to be in more of a rhythm than his running back. So speaking of that, he just is. Is his system in his in his system? Is it? Are you able to audible, or is the play the play? I think if you know it, you're able to audible. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like like Alex Smith could probably call what he wants. So what about Andy? Because I am going in this season. Andy doesn't know this season. He doesn't know this system. <clears throat> I, so who does he know in this? Bill Lazor, he knows Bill Lazor, but that, but that's a different system. That was Bill Lazor's system. He doesn't know Andy's or Andy doesn't know Matt's system. Like, that's like system. that's why I say like when we talked about before, um, the what was it when we when we were breaking down basically what he was going to be successful at, like or the the quarterbacks themselves, like. Because Matt basically came out and was just like, there's no way uh, Justin Fields can win this position. Right. There's nothing he can do to win this job going into week one. The thing I don't like about that is you have two quarterbacks that, yes, Andy has – I'll never take away from Andy. Andy has absolutely way more experience. He's been a playoff quarterback. He hasn't won a playoff game. But, listen, he, he's he been the reason that team has been in the playoffs. I blame a lot of their losses on bad play, bad play calling and, and Marvin Harrison. You know what I'm saying? Mar- so, Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis, my bad. Marvin Harrison, yeah. Jesus, take it back. No, Marvin Lewis. Um, come out the woodwork and tackle you right through the You know what I'm saying? Take me out right now. No, but but to me, that's why I had beef with him saying he can't win. Because, like, yes, Andy's in a position where he understands the NFL better, but they both learning this system at the same time. Right. If Justin gets it, let Justin start. Let it at least be a competition. Um, I mean, and that, and that was my thing. I think that because you you was because you was just speaking to it about the uh, the audibles and everything like that. Yeah. What what what's pretty much going to happen is because because I, I I feel like Justin is going to have the ability to start, but he wants to give Andy his just due because that because that because they pro, they promised Andy the spot. Now, how are we promising spots though? That's my problem. But 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 that's but, my problem. But see, the thing you know is, like, he he promised that even before that he he promised him that even before they drafted Justin. That's the problem. So my so my I, my thing is, Jim Justin fifth a year. He, but but they don't the 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 Raiders going. They don't they don't have like the reports from practices that that he's that yeah, he's just he's, and and you don't want to risk losing your team. He, he's that. Like the reports from practice is like, yo, this kid is that dude. is probably gonna be our best chance at winning a Super Bowl this season. We probably won't win a Super Bowl this season, but I'm not coming in with that yeah. mentality. This and kid's probably the best chance at us winning a Super Bowl this season. Hey, let him play. Exactly. But I mean, we on day one of training camp. Cause what is yeah. that? I read um I read something, I think it, it was probably from uh Dan Greenberg. If I'm saying if I'm Yeah, Daniel really Greenberg, yeah, yeah. Um the biggest thing from any college athlete coming into the pros is the mechanics of just how the of the game itself. College, you look to the sideline to get some type of sign or sign language, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get it called into your head. Play. Yep. You don't get the head. Hey, yo, it's always car. wild when you watch that on a Saturday, too. Like, you see the whole offense just like. 
Right. They all look to the to the right. Of we life. got it, Coach. Right. And it's signs. <laughs> it's 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 cartoon characters. It's animals. It's emojis. It's everything. This time it's verbiage. I'm cool with Justin Fields like taking the time, right? More like taking whatever. How only they will know, but I'm fine with him taking the time to not only learn the verbiage, yeah, but because from what we gather, he is very intelligent. So as far as learning the plays, I think that's his bag. But the verbiage, go go. Sorry, going getting in a huddle and calling the plays, going to the to the line if we want if they want to run, hurry up and calling the plays. Getting getting um, a rapport with the center and and learning those you know protections and and checkdowns and all this other stuff. Get this man time because he is a permanent fixture. Yeah, that is our future. I'm fine with like I said the whole placeholder situation with Andy Dalton. Fine because what's he what's his deal a year? It's a it's a year it's long a year deal. deal. And listen, Andy understands what it is. By the way, like the video, man. I see I see fifty some people in here, eighteen likes. Let's get them likes up. I ain't got petty canceling over here this week, but I'll be petty. No, I'm just playing. Um, no, but like the video for real. Take you out. Uh, but no, the 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 thing is, this this is the thing, right? Dalton's not gonna play bad. He's not. I don't think so. Dalton's either. not gonna play bad. I'm fine with Dalton winning the job if he wins it. Okay. I don't. I don't care if Dalton plays or Fields plays because I know that Fields is the future. I, I really don't. I don't care who's standing back there as long as somebody's competent and the defense finally gets his head together so that we can win some game. You know what I'm saying? All, all we've asked for while this defense has been good and hopefully it does revert to that 2018 defense is, hey, please just get us somebody competent that can hit people in the hands. Right. And I want decisiveness. I don't want. Andy Dalton starting and then throwing Justin Fields in there for some BS like Wildcat. Absolutely. Like, I don't need Absolutely. Yeah. Don't any do, of don't that. Yo, he used to do that a lot with Cordero Patterson. I And that used to be killing me because he would only bring Cordero in on third down. Like, we didn't know he Bro. was getting the ball. They, nah, Cordero, they, Cordero they, played no, running back well, last well, season. Well, well, well no, I, I, I would say, say early before Tariq got hurt, he was Yeah. yeah. Now it Name kinda. the starter, keep the starter, but, barring any injury. Nah, I agree. God forbid. But, uh, but honestly, I mean, I mean, and, and y'all right about that. I mean, I, I think for me, what we gonna see is a lot of we gonna see a lot of heavy passing, and it it it, it, it might it might be a, a lot of breakdowns. But oh yeah, as soon as he said uh, those big backs get their runs in the fourth quarter, yeah. I was like, he ain't planning on yeah. handing that he, man the ball he, unless we up twenty. He not he not he not running the and ball. And I'll be honest all. with you. I'll be honest with you. That if if we see that again, Matt Nagy won't be here next season. Oh no, yeah, no, mo, mo, uh, most most definitely. Throw, throw, if we if we see no change, uh, throw, 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 run on third, yeah, if we see no quarter. change, Matt Nagy won't be here. But I don't. But see, this is the thing, though. Like they have in, in his head right now. I'm I'm telling you right now, he's thinking that out, outside of I I I'll say this outside of them having Tyreek Hill, yeah. They got the Chiefs' offense. It it is 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 literally is literally just a copy and paste. I, I like I, I, I like I, I think he's built it Cole, close to that. Cole can be a Kelsey type. Now you got to hold on to the ball. I, I feel like yeah, 
Gotta hold on to the football. If Mitch wasn't trying to give him care, I'm I'm high, I'm high on Justin and Kamara. It, it, but it's it's because I watch them play every every Saturday. Like when 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 the play when the play breaks down, they they're gonna like it's not gonna be close to what my Mahomes is 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 doing. It's not gonna be close to what Rodgers you know is what? doing. It doesn't have but to he, be. He he's I'm I'm telling you right now, like they're they're in good hands. But that's that right there is the point. Bears football has always been run first. Yeah. Cool. If I'm going to throw, the check down has always been the whom? The tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not the running back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to that. It worked. Wait, I mean, I, it, I, I, it, it worked. It worked. We had Greg Olsen. Not not, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was, I was going to say it, it worked when y'all had Greg. It was, it was more so 51% Matt Forte. When uh yeah, it was a lot yeah, of it was a lot when, of forte when he when he was here on when he was here on them check yeah, yeah yeah but that but they do he I feel like he do got that blanket and command and I feel like that they they do got some similarities uh uh to the to the Chiefs offense they they, they can the only do thing some you're things. missing is like you said Tyreek Hill like it it Matt we we can clearly see that Matt is building it out you have a mobile quarterback who has a great arm but also is very mobile. We we see that he's trying to build. Right. What, what the Bears are doing is very similar to what what AK is trying to do with the Bulls. Like right. I can see that you're trying to build Denver East. Legitimately, with, with the Bears, I can see that you're trying to build uh, 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 um, uh, Kansas City. You know, Midwest. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I guess I said East, uh, Midwest. You know what I mean? Well, e- it's I East mean, of that. I get you. But Chicago's the mecca, but I won't get into that. Whatever. I'm, well, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting that. You know what I'm saying? But but to me, it the the thing to me is, uh, and we we love to hear from you guys, man. Call into the show 855-908-5668. Who is your most important bear on offense? And we'll get into the defense in a minute. Um, to me, the thing is coming into this season, I'm looking at what. Is Matt Nagy gonna do consistently? That's gonna work. Consistently, that's gonna work. Wishful. That's that's the part that scares me Wishful because it's clearly not gonna be the wrong. Wishful thinking is run the ball. It, it's not gonna be. But really, he 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 has told you he does not plan yeah, on yeah. running the ball. It's gonna be passes that are eight yards or less. But do you have a? That's that's his bag. But do you have a oh, sorry, 10, 10 yards old. Do you have a quarterback who and, and th- this is the thing to, to talk about like your point saying that they're similar to the Chiefs, how they're building them out. Pat Mahomes can throw it 65 yards, hit you in the hand while laying flat like he's a shortstop on the on the uh, uh Minnesota Twins right now. You know what I mean? He can do that. Right. But a lot of Pat Mahomes' game is let me get this ball into Tyreek Hill's hands, let me get this ball into Travis Kelsey's hands, and let them be the guys that they are. McCole Hartman. Nico Hartman. Like, let me get this ball into uh, uh, who was it when he was there? Uh, uh, Kareem Hunt. Let me let Kareem Hunt do what he did. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, in a like a, a lot of a lot of the game, like we see the amazing things that Pat Mahomes does, the right. no look throws, the crazy deep balls that land in hand, and those are the things that make him great. Absolutely, but a lot of what helps him. Is the fact that when the play breaks down, Ayo, we coming back. We Tyreek Hill hit a curl ball. route. Let me throw this five yards. Oh, he just shook him off. Oh, now it's going sixty. Right, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we what, see that, what is that all yards the time. The is yards yeah, 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 his yeah. yak has got to be. And, wide. and the thing, the thing is, the thing is too. Like 
and, 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 and it's and it's wild. It's crazy. And you can't and and and, and yo shout shout out shout out uh Tony Romo real quick because he he doing an excellent job uh, on, on CBS on Sundays. Um, you you can't you can't man them up. You can't man them up. So that that's I, I I feel like that's that's literally like he's telling Ryan Pace who to get, and he's literally going out and getting them because like you 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 have because he said you have to man them up. You can't really play zone because at that point he literally just throwing five yards and it's like to pat to pat point. Like yeah. if you take this five yards, I'ma just run past you or hit you with this. Good juke move, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm taking the sixty for the right. time. I don't like, think teams will want to run zone against us. Just saying. No, I, 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 I mean, gotta prove it. I don't. I don't think, prove it. I, I, think, I, think, I think they will. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. I think the they will. Week one versus the Rams is gonna say a lot for the Bears. Man, ain't nobody worried about no. No, no, and I I think this. The Aaron Donald versus the the Bears do a great job with Aaron Donald. All respect to Aaron Donald. Oh, mad respect. Mad respect but, to the but, homie. But you can name get, me, you can get a full wing with my sauce, the, you know what I'm saying? Name me the but play the rest where of y'all is, is garbage. Name me know? the play where Mitch died to Aaron Donald. He did. They've done a decent job on Aaron Donald. There's not many quarterbacks in this NFL that we can be like, name me the play that he did not. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like man, yeah. the Bears have yeah. done a decent job on Aaron Donald. I really believe the Rams week one is a win. Uh, the part that scares me with with uh, 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 that is they're going to test you heavily to see where you're at offensively. They're going to test you heavily to see, okay, uh, let, let's play a little zone. Let's see what he got. Andy and Andy Dalton's a vet, so Andy Dalton going to be able to. Hey, if he got time, let me hit him in the hit him in the hands. No, hit him in the hands. Two, hit him in the I'm like week one, like like. I, I I completely agree with Pat. Week one, I'm not worried about it. Mag Nagy, when he get three, four weeks, he can he can bro, he'll cook your dinner. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, actually, he's he was, terrible after the bye. Right, exactly. He's, he's one of the worst yeah, coaches no, that's why. I'm in the league about after the bye. Week two, week three, especially. Yeah, because it's like I want I, I need Matt Nagy to get a publicist. It's almost like I don't want you to say nothing crazy. Not even crazy, I should say ridiculous during a press conference. Because it's more like, okay, cool. You mean like, like most of these running backs getting their big yards? Yeah, and, like and, this, in the fourth this quarter. Wild stuff. <laughs> like, you went and looked in the sports book and pulled out the wildest stat in the world. Yeah. Like, cool. Like one of them TNT LeBron stats. LeBron has only scored <laughs> Not as 50, 50 points oh, yeah. on a winter yeah, evening, yeah. you know, during June. When he takes Three one dribble of his whole past half court. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, with one shoe on. Like, no, I don't need them stats, bro. If you come out and say they play well, I ran the ball, aren't you happy? And, and going about your business, we good. But I think I think the thing that Matt doesn't understand, and like the video of you agree, I think the thing that Matt doesn't understand is we're not telling you to run the ball 40 times. We don't want the T formation. Bears fans, do y'all want the T formation? I don't want the T formation. I don't need to see somebody coming out in the eye, play after play I, I like after the eye, play. But I like you know when I like the eye when you're on the goal line. You know when I like the eye when I need a fourth down. Okay, let, let's go to the eye. You got David Montgomery back there. Let him punch somebody in the mouth. Yeah, you know I'm saying I feel that. Here's here's my beef. Here's my beef with it. Matt Nagy thinks the Bears fans are dumb. He thinks that's all we want. No, we want complimentary football. What the last time you know he what to a sports bar. You know what? That's what I need. Him you, to do. You, you know what makes you know what makes Pat Mahomes 
as deadly as he is or Tom Brady as deadly as he is or name whatever great quote, Aaron Rodgers. We remember, we remember, and he's back, y'all. Uh, we remember Aaron Rodgers for the, the high yardage games, the big throws. But what you forget is he's got a 12,000 yard or 1,200 yard rusher standing behind him who's getting the ball a ton of the time. Right. Now, it's not a crazy amount. Aaron Rodgers is still throwing the ball 45 times a game. But it's complimentary football. You don't just get 1,200 yards in the last six weeks of the season. You don't get 1,200 yards in the fourth quarter of games only. We're looking for complimentary football. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's facts. I would would say, too, I feel like the the, the, the thing I'm – Actually, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, yeah, I'm. I, I gotta disagree with you because I, I'm with Pat, bro. I'm. I'm worried about week one because. Pat said he ain't worried about week one. I'm. I'm. I'm not. Oh yeah, because you, you think that's when. But I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of. I need Matthew to, Stafford. We looking I, for you. Yeah. I need to see. <laughs> I need to see. Uh, where the squad is because you you gotta look at it like, we we talking about Aaron Donald. This whole time, like Aaron, like Aaron, uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald is legit, and, 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 and right, and rightfully so. He that dude, he that dude. That that's that's uh non non debatable. He there. I'm I'm looking at it from. Y'all say y'all got the number. Y'all say y'all got a number one wide receiver. Allen Allen Robinson. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is going to be on Allen Robinson wherever he goes. Absolutely. So, 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 I love that about so, Ramsey too. So that so that's gonna tell me that, I love that, that about Ramsey that's gonna too. tell me everything that I, I that I I need to know about the connection between uh uh Donald and Robinson right there. And and the crazy part about it is I'm gonna tell you how cold Jalen Ramsey is because I, I I watched one of the podcasts he was on. Yeah. He said that um the only time do you know the only time he gave up a hundred yard game was the D hop? Yeah, I seen that pod. Only one. But he, Only, and his career. No, 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 look, no, look, though, look, though. No, no, no. He got, he got that up to D. Hot one time was like, yo. Yeah. We need to get back in the lab. This not, this, this not happening to me again. That That's how cold he is. So then that's, that's, that's going to let me know about, okay, well, let me know. Let me, let me, let me see what Mooney got. Where's Mooney at? Let, let me see that's what, let me see what we talk. Let me two. see what we talking about with Komet. Yeah. Like that, that, like that, that game matter. That that game for the line is going to matter. But he was definitely tweeting about Mooney. So my thing is, he might guard Mooney and nah, make that mistake. Nah, it's, it's, like it's, it's going to be a rob. That's fine because nah, he, he is he is ego. Nah, it's Ooh, be he is what? ego. He might. He is right. ego. He will He's guard right. Mooney. He might. He might and dare Andy to throw to him, and that's yeah. fine. Allen will be over he here. Why is see Ramsey doing it? Because Mooney gave him the business. Mooney gave I, him the nah, business. He did. Mooney gave he him the did. business. He hit him he with that did, move. Bro. Oh, Mitch. And I get Mooney two catch. He'll, he going to catch a big catch TD. Cool. Allen going to get a majority of them. Oh, nah. He it's going to be, bro. But you know what the, you know what the difference is? Too? It's, it's about having Waffle hops over there. It's about there. having somebody that, that can. I hop over there. It's. It's about having somebody that can read the defense and see where Jalen Ramsey is. Now, Jalen Ramsey, that's different. He's one of the best in the game. It's, it's going to nah, be what it's nah, going to be. The, the, like, like he, he, he is him and Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. I say Xavier Rhodes. I throw him up in there. Might be a little available. Z- uh, Xavier. No, nah, Xavier Howard. Howard, Not my Xavier bad, Rose. my bad, my bad. 
Who just requested the trade for Miami? Not, not Xavier Howard. Yeah, yeah, might wait, be a little wait, bit available. Hey, Bears, can you clear a little cap room? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you was, can't, but I'm excited. <laughs> but uh, I was gonna say, but but I think I think that offensively, and we're gonna get on the defense here in a minute. I think that offensively, the big thing that, that you you're you're looking for, especially just going into the season, is just having somebody. Like, like to me, like, and and before we do that, we need to find out who you think the most important bear is. But to me, like, if you go into that game and you run at Aaron Donald the whole game, because he's trying to kill a quarterback, his job is to kill a quarterback. So he's flying at you. You run the ball past him. If you do that to start the game, one, Andy Dalton doesn't die. So, Matt, it keeps your plan going. Mm-hmm. And two... He's got options because at some point in the game, they're going to adjust. Right. At some point in the game, they're going to be like, yo, they running the ball a lot. Let's play up. Now you got an opportunity to get Bird, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, a deep shot where you really want these guys to take advantage of. It. By the way, why is Javon Williams still here? That's a whole different question. Hey, man, leave Javon alone. Well, you got rid of Anthony Miller for the same like- reason. And Javon Williams dropped the biggest pass of his career. He was. Air it out. Right. <laughs> But Bye no, I, I just, <laughs> I just really, I just really, I just Not really feel like that's yeah. that's the thing. Like the running back solves so much. Now your offensive line, like you said, has to be intact. Right. You gotta, you you can't run them into a wall. But it solves so much. Right. Who you got? Like I said, like I mentioned earlier, man, the year, like the year, of the tight end is back. Like, come on, I, like I want Cole Komet to go. Well, we got thirteen of them. Although we that's did just, <laughs> we did just have Jake Butt retire. Fire, yeah. <laughs> And Blackhawks might have that same issue. <laughs> with, with oh, my God. What are y'all Jesus. doing over there? <laughs> bro. But bro. That's all what are y'all doing Stan is wilding in his. Bro, for real. Jesus, Stan. So, Cole Komet is the guy. The third year, right? Yeah. Third year. Second. The second year. Second or third year? Second. Uh, Cole Komet is the second year. Second, second year. year. Time to show up, bro. Like time nah, that's not like, on him. I, no I, more, I can't no, do that. I mean, I mean, it is. I'm just trying to get him. I'm just saying he had it. I mean, yeah, that's your that's your self in my second year. Ain't nobody eating but me. That's me. Like I'm, I'm doing all the blocking when the ball is thrown to me. I'm catching it. I'm getting yards after the catch. All that, all that, all that. That's what I'm telling myself. That's what I'm saying. He need to look in the mirror. You need to be like, hey, Joe, I'm eating. Like. I'm eating. No, I feel Anytime. that. Anytime. I feel that. Anytime. No bad. block I can't handle. No catches not be, like being thrown to me that I'm going to drop. Everything, I'm I'm getting them going. All right. So, who is the most important Chicago Bear on the defensive end of the ball? This might shock some people, but I, I'm I'm going Jalen Johnson. Really, Jalen Johnson. I, I I'm 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 not I'm not worried about uh, I'm not worried about Bojack. I'm I'm not worried about uh, I'm not worried about uh, Roquan. You are now officially the number one corner, and the matchups that they got lined up for him this year. It's it's going it's going to tell us a lot. You got you got Justin Jefferson twice. You got uh you got Devontae Adams twice. Uh DK uh DK is on that list. Thielen is on that list. Like it, it's it's it, um 
And then and then I, I think y'all gotta play the Cardinals too. D Hop D Hop is on that like yeah. this. He got some tough I, matchups for sure. Hey man, it is gonna tell us everything we need to know about this, this dude right here. Hey. Um I'm with that. Shout out yeah, I, I hope uh, my man's is up for the challenge, definitely. Um Co- I'm gonna say a familiar Cooper name. Cooper Cup week one too, by the way. Hey. Yeah. I'm, man, not an easy matchup. I'm gonna say a familiar name. And it's like you know, you preach it to the choir. It's Khalil Mack, G. I need, I need, I need some. I need, I need every time somebody say Candyman, that Khalil Mack show up. Like this is, this is legit. I said like, Mack yeah, three times. Why? He was just there. Like, like they've been saying his name, but he ain't been showing. Nah, up, see, so. I don't need Mack to be Candyman. I need Mack to be Jason. I this is my problem. I'm not scared of nobody. <laughs> that I got a call to come kill no, me, bro. <laughs> Listen, how do I stop Candyman? Don't call them. <laughs> you know how the NFL is. That's all they do is talking. So they're going to be saying Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. And it's, bro, I need Clem Mack to show up. You did. That's all I'm saying. You just said the name three times. You did. It's over. But, uh, <laughs> nah, I, I think um, Mack's not a bad name either. I, I don't think Mack is a bad name either. I, I don't think Jalen Johnson is a bad name. I think there's, there's a lot of people on this team. Cause, but to me, this is the thing. Without... Let me think of the name, right? Not Miles Garrett. Who was who was the D end in Jacksonville? Uh, Miles Jack. Miles Jack. Without Miles Jack there, how much of a difference did uh, uh, um, Jalen Ramsey make? A lot. I mean, it's different. Like he can still play, but I mean, y'all still getting beat by thirty now. I mean, yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I'm not. I'm not getting pressure. You talking about the and that, and yeah, that's yeah, what it okay, is to me. Okay, to me, like I'm I'm more on AD's line, not not the same position. I think to me is Eddie Goldman. Because to me, yeah. to me, pressure up the middle is more important than pressure on the edge, and especially for the Bears because Camille Max, Camille Khalil Max pressure has been there. We've seen it. We we we've seen. Uh, um, Khalil Mack be in the backfield, but not be able to catch the quarterback. Why? There's no one else there. Yes. Or there's a bunch of people there that can't grab them. Robert Quinn's there too late. Uh, uh, Akeem Hicks not getting there or just missing. Or he's not he's not pushing a pile enough to get the – like, like Max, everybody's success on that line is tied to oh, each other. And if Eddie Goldman gets through up the middle – Quarterback's got to make a decision. Do I go left? Oh, snap. Khalil Max over or uh, Robert Quinn's over there. I, I'm not as worried about him, but, you know, I don't want to get hit by him. Let me go right. Oh, that's Khalil Mack. That's a bad day. I'm going to just take this thing to Goldman. Right. If you do that, if you rush that thinking, if you rush these quarterbacks, which we saw a ton, a ton in 2018, that's when your turnovers come. Because now I'm making a quick decision. I'm throwing the ball. Maybe I throw it low. Gets tipped at the line by Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks had how many tip passes that 2018 season? Crazy. Like it's like like that that, that's what it, like Eddie Goldman's able to break through Akeem Hicks. Oh snap! It's a rush. I got, I'm gonna get rid of it. Akeem Hicks sticks his hand up. Right. It's all tied to each other on that defensive line. But to me, Eddie Goldman is such a key in this. And I see a lot of people saying Eddie Jackson. I see. Uh, uh, I want y'all to remember, like I see a lot of people say Eddie Jackson needs to step it up. I want y'all to remember, he had three or four 
touchdown interceptions. They got called back. They got called they got, back. They got called back. I, the only reason why y'all and I say just, three of them was iffy calls. Actually, three of them was bad calls. One of them was legit. I just didn't yeah. want it to be. But <laughs> but Eddie Jackson to me, like he saw he did what he was he's supposed on, to do last underrated. year. He's not a tackler. He's under he's underrated, bro. He's gonna he's gonna try to dive at you, hit you, and knock you out. He's not a tackler. He's never gonna be a great tackler. You know what he is gonna be? He's gonna be a ball hawk. Yeah. And he was a ball hawk last season, but it's tough to be a ball hawk when I don't have that pressure creating opportunities for turnovers and when I don't have DBs that are actually standing in front of the guys because now the quarterback's not feeling pressure, so now receivers have all day to get open there. Your DB's only going to stick with them for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's a lot to me that that goes into it from the line standpoint. So to me, Eddie Goldman starts all of that. Um, And, and, and you know what, though? Looking at it, I'm I'm not even gonna lie, you're not wrong. Because I mean, um I think what what would I think I know it was it was a it was a playoff game. Yeah. It was a playoff game. We I cause I I, I won't forget it. We we was uh we was upstairs in a previous studio and we was looking at the game. It was the it was the Browns versus uh versus the Steelers. The Steelers the Steelers was coming in, everybody thought that they had a chance. My Miles Garrett, yeah, and then the the rest of those corners, all, all all those safeties that they got, the pressure that Miles Garrett gets just off of his side alone, yeah, with the speed that Denzel Ward covers with, with the with the speed that Harrison cover covers yeah. with. Now, pe- people forget. Uh, Grant De- Grant uh, Delpit, who the who the Bears had an opportunity to draft, yeah. uh, when when he was in college, uh, the best uh, defense defensive player, and then you, you you turn around, you got uh, you got Greedy Williams on the other side. That that pressure is gonna allow them to force turnovers. So then after that, you also gotta look now. They went from Miles Garrett, and now you add Clowney on the other side. That that. Pressure means something, and then after that, you 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 got you got Sheldon Richardson coming up the middle. So I mean, I I I, I definitely get what you're saying with that. I'm I'm you you definitely not wrong about that because, um, the the Bears definitely need to get back to playing elite defense. I, I said it once. I'm a I'm a keep saying it. Yeah. When you have elite defenses like the like the Bears do it, and they're definitely capable of getting back to that twenty uh, that that twenty eighteen play. Mm-hmm. You have a three to four year window. This is now year three. Yeah. Oh wow. It, it, it's it's definitely time for these mugs to show me. I'm gonna be real me with you. Got. Like I, I'll give an honorary mention to a player that I think that this season are gonna be scary. Roquan Smith. I I don't I don't I don't Roquan think that's honorable mention. That, he's he's already one of the best linebackers in the game. But, but he but he's just getting better, and he and now like. To think that okay, he's working with a dude that he felt should have been the DC in the beginning. He's working with you know what I'm saying. Like now, I feel like I feel like comfortability is so big with these players, and uh, 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 the fact that they they're all comfortable with Sean Desai, and the fact that he's going to be able to come in and uh, 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 basically pick up hopefully where Vic left off. Now, granted, everybody's two years older, but hopefully come in and be able to pick pick up 
where Vic left things off, kind of implement some of the things that they liked. He was there to see the play calling that Vic was doing. Like that that's the big thing to me. You know what I'm saying? Vic wasn't scared to gamble. Vic was like, all right, let's punch him in the mouth. Worst case scenario, this goes wrong. And then we punch him in the mouth at the goal line. Right. But let's punch him in the mouth. That's what I think the, the Bears uh, uh, are going to get back to. And to me, the fact that Roquan, listen, you send Roquan at the quarterback, he can get him. You send Roquan back in coverage, he can get it. The The scariest part of this defense, the, the, the two scariest parts of this defense to me this season are going to be uh, 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 Danny Trevathan and whoever your number two corner is. That's going to be, it's going to be, gonna be I, I'm, I'm confident in Jay. The problem the, the the part that scares me a little bit about Jalen Johnson is health. Right. Because he went out with the injury that he was drafted with. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, like not an ACL tear, but it's still the knee. Like I'm a little, uh, is he going to be okay? Hey man, give him, he need all the super food. He need matcha. He need <laughs> torrent. Like, he, need, on- he need all the multivitamins. <laughs> right. All the multivitamins. For real. He need everything. I'm give him B, C, D. Right. Send, nah. I wish you could send him to what, what, what that country that, um, that Kobe went to to get the get the procedure done, and they came back. And was like, I need that. All, of. Go all the way to Spain. That's right. <laughs> nah, nah, but it, it, it's like I'm nah. I'm not mad at that. Um, I, I, I do feel like I, I do feel like that's the weakest part of the defense because I do feel like you need an you need a number two corner, especially with Jalen Johnson's health issues. Now, I'm I'm not mad at if, if they go out and get a get a Xavier Howard. I think we're rolling with Desmond Trufant. I'm not mad at that either, honestly. It's just no fish Don't we have a rookie, uh, CB? They, yeah, they drafted one this year, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know how. how I, I haven't heard anything about him. And maybe that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. this, this is also one of those sports where, like, if I don't hear about you, Probably means you're doing your job. Yeah, nah, but um, <laughs> yeah, we really only hear about you if you. But yeah, man, um, poor. I, I, honestly, it's it's just, it's just gonna be that number two corner spot and that 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 slot corner spot, man. I mean, I mean that that that's honestly where I'm at with it as far as as far as like the weakest part of the defense or or, or the part I'm not gonna say weak, but the part that the part that you guys might get picked on a little bit for. I think, uh, um, and like I said, we'd love to hear from you guys, man. Uh, call into the show, 855-908-5668. I think everything is solved with pressure, Fair. like to me. Jalen Johnson's life, like, like the line on both sides just changes the game for so much. Jalen Johnson's life is easier because receivers don't have as good of a chance to uh, uh, um, just stand out there, run around, find a way to get open. That, that's the problem with, with playing against Aaron Rodgers. It's not that Aaron Rodgers is, if you give him time, it's not, it was wild to say, it's not the fact that he can just sit back there and pick you apart if he needs to. But it's the fact that if you give him the time, he absolutely will. Right, it's a guarantee. We have had one great half, one great half of football versus Aaron Rodgers. Khalil Max first game. Sure. And what was the caveat on that? They won ready. What was the caveat on that? You know what I'm saying? Mitch come out cocky and hey, y'all calm down. Y'all everybody everybody get quiet. Everybody get quiet. But the caveat on that is 
all of a sudden, there was pressure in Aaron Rodgers' face. All of a sudden, he got hit. Right. Touched him up. All of a sudden, he's on the ground fumbling the ball. Yeah, you want him to have a long Pressure day. changes everything. We watched it last season. Over 100 in the chat. Mm. Hey, yo. We watched it last season. We watched it last, last Tom Brady. <coughs> COVID. Tom Brady goes from one of the best quarterbacks Bro, in the what? NFL to one of the worst in a game versus a team that barely squeaked out eight games. Why? Pressure. And he's still and he's still thinking about that game because he brought it up when they went to go visit the president. Oh my god, dog. <laughs> dog. Don't we play Brady again this season? We play Tampa. Uh, I think we play yeah, Tampa nah, again this season. Yeah, I th- I, I, I think so. But I'm not but, gonna lie to you. Case in point. Let me check this schedule real quick. Hey yo, <laughs> hey, hey yo, if we play him hey, again, you gonna remember them hey, the yo, I'm Giants, nervous. That don't mean he's gonna go get touched up. Hey the Giants, the Giants got two off of them though. Because of pressure. The, the, the Giants got two off of them because of pressure. So Bears schedule, we play Rams, Bengals, Browns, Lions, Raiders, Packers, Buccaneers. Oh, and, and he got to play all day, bro. I'm, we got we got Buccaneers after the Packers. That's going to be a tough couple of weeks. Odell back? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, Odell, Odell cleared. Not even on, not even on the uh, pup. Yeah, no, Odell's clear. Odell's good, clear. Good game. Odell's clear. Bro, if like, there was something to watch, if, if there was I'm, something to do in Cleveland, I'm Jay, not actually. Jalen Johnson. Like I've yeah. never heard anyone say they're going to Cleveland <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> I mean, do you? Do you, you know? You know what I mean? Hey, we're gonna pay some bills and then we're gonna take a quick break, real quick, man. We want to tell y'all about restream, bro. Um, if you guys don't know about restream, if you are a content creator, facts. If you are a YouTuber. Any content. If you are trying to create a podcast, Restream is one of the best, best, best apps out there. Restream.com. That is how we are actually streaming this game to you, or streaming the, the show to you live right now. Um, basically, it just makes everything simplified. All that sitting down and editing that you got to do on the uh, after. Oh, I got to edit the podcast. I got to edit the audio. I got to, too much time. Too much time. It gets you out the game real quick. Restream changes the game on all of that. Shout out to Restream. So make sure to check out Restream.com. Check the link in our description below if you are interested in getting into this game and doing what we do. Because, listen, we're just three three friends that really enjoy talking about the Bears, and we just do it very well. All right. Except this guy. He's he Giants fan. You can't trust him. All right. But, um... <laughs> No, Restream.com. We, we got two of them. We got two of them fans. He said AD, not OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, I mean, hey. <laughs> no. Uh, they are, uh, go, to, go to Restream because OnlyFans trying to kick you out. Go to Restream. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wonder if you can. Never mind. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, Restream.com, really where it's at. Check the link in the description below to get 10% off from the Windy City Breeze. Y'all get in tune with us. Um, we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back. We got calls on the line. I see y'all. We're going to get into that, um, and talk with y'all. Make sure to call into the show because we do have fantasy questions coming up as well. We have the fantasy whispers podcast coming on Travi and Johnny game time Hicks. Uh, they're going to break down all the fantasy questions and we're going to tell you how you can join a fantasy league with the squad. Bye. 
So uh um, And I'm winning this year, finally. Maybe. We doubt it. So, uh with all that being said, man, we'll be back <laughs> right after this. <laughs> Won't. A report came out by John Heyman claiming that Baez would be looking for $200 million. Quote, I've heard speculation that all free agent shortstops will get $200 million something. We'll see. Trevor Story and Corey Seager are shooting for $300 something. But I would think Baez would be $200 million plus. I don't think they're there yet, but if they get there, maybe they could have a deal soon. I think I speak for all Cubs fans when I say that's a ripoff. <laughs> I've never seen more agreement about this, about anything Cubs related. That's a ripoff. It doesn't mean Javier Baez is a bad player. It doesn't mean that no one cares about him. It doesn't mean that the fan base is turned on. It just means that a $200 million of your bias is not worth it. The Cubs have a limited payroll, quote unquote. Why would you spend your money on him? Make the case based on merit. Pretty hard case to make. You know, Javier Baez's top similarity score on baseball reference is Jonathan Scope. Well, then ask yourself this. Would you pay Jonathan Scope $200 million? Half of you probably don't even know who Jonathan Scope is. He's second baseman with the Detroit Tigers. He used to be with the Orioles and the Brewers. Would you pay him $200 million? I don't think so. So would you pay Javier Baez $200 million? No. On Sports Talk Chicago. Now it's time for a Chicago Sports Sit-Down with David Schuster. This past weekend, one of the great spectacles in sports took place, albeit in a slightly different fashion. I'm talking about baseball's Hall of Fame induction. Now, I've personally been to three inductions in Cooperstown, and if you're a baseball fan, the town and the ceremony is dripping in tradition and excitement. This year, the induction was done inside, making it slightly different, but the feeling was still there. Now, the greats of the game are enshrined in the hall, and I'm just about to unload an unpopular opinion on probably half the audience, but here it goes. Pete Rose should be in that hall. I know, I know. Rose isn't in because he bet on the sport, and players are told very early on that gambling is among the major taboos. But how can you deny one of the greatest players ever from being enshrined along the other greats? And don't for a second tell me that the hall isn't filled with some unsavory characters. Excessive drug use, womanizing, cheating, racial taunting. Those are just some of the infractions some of the hall have been accused of. Here are the on-field facts about Rose. He played 23 years in Major League Baseball and played it hard every single game. He truly was Charlie Hustle. He was a 17-time All-Star at five different positions, no less. He won three World Series, was an MVP and Rookie of the Year winner. He also won gold gloves, won three batting titles, and is far and away the all-time hits leader with 4,256, and no one is even close. Now, for me, being a Hall of Famer is an eye test thing, and when I saw Rose play, I knew it instantly. So here's my solution. Induct the guy, drop the BS rule that keeps him out, and simply put on his plaque what he has since confessed to. Call him a scumbag if you need to, but put him in. And guess what? That induction would be the biggest one ever. 
Bob, one of the co-founders of The Contender, and we're glad you found us. You know, we're really excited we're up and running. And over the course of the past year, as James and I have put together The Contender, a fundamental question has always guided us in our decision-making. How can we extract the good things from Sports Talk Radio and get away from the bad things? Good things, sports content, entertainment, being there when you just need to react to something with one of your favorite teams. Bad, same old topics, same old hosts that pop up at another station across the street and commercial after commercial. And the streaming experience isn't great, too. We're trying to keep the good and get away from as many of the bad things as we can. The other thing, James and I are fans of Sports Talk. We love it. We want to see it keep going, which is why we're looking for talent that maybe you haven't heard before because maybe they weren't given the chance. Or maybe someone that's not on traditional radio anymore, and you're happy that you found them again. And we're not trying to spend 12 minutes an hour trying to sell you something. We want to sell us to you. Which is why when our hosts take a break, we don't. We fill the time with things you actually want to hear. So we hope you enjoy The Contender. And we hope this becomes your go-to place for local sports content. Catch Sports Talk Chicago with John Zaglou. With cutting-edge opinions, great guests, and all the news you need this Cubs and White Sox season, as well as the Bears offseason. Sports Talk Chicago with John Zaglou. Now streaming on The Contender and full episodes on thecontender.com. We've got you covered with non-stop talk about your favorite teams. And the sports content doesn't ever take a break, even when our hosts do. Streaming live 24-7 on thecontender.com. And coming soon on the Contender app. We are the Contender. The best sports talk from Addison to Madison, all around Chicago and the world. It's the Windy City Breeze with Pat the Designer on The Contender. Back in the building. You already know it's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. Joined by the Brody Bros, Mr. Two Letters, and Stefan the Don. What's really? How y'all feeling in Chicago, man? We are back in the building. Still got a ton more NFL talk. Definitely got a uh, 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 a ton to get into. Like I said before the break, we're going to be talking fantasy football this hour. My God, I can't believe fantasy football is back. We got a treat for y'all, man. The Fantasy Whispers podcast is here in the building. Uh, we're going to have them on in a few minutes. We're going to take y'all calls. Um, but, man, they're going to break down so much stuff just talking about Everything from draft to how to get your guys in and out. What's the best lineup that you want to set? You know what I'm saying? Like these boys are legit. Been watching them, been rocking with them for a minute. So uh, they definitely are going to bring so much to the show. Um, And we're hoping to have them here pretty much weekly. So to set your lineups along with them, uh, it's going to be big, especially going through training camp. But let's get to some of these calls, man. We got some people that have been waiting on hold. Uh, We're going to take a couple of these. Let's go out to Larry. Larry, what's going on, man? How you feel? What's up? What's up, Doc? Uh, I was just trying to touch on the point we were talking yep. about earlier about the uh, – real quick, I know y'all busy uh, – about the defense or whatever. 
And my main thing is that we know that the, well, my opinion was, we were talking about the most important defense. I mean, this is a player, yeah. my opinion would be uh, Danny Trevathan because he, you know, he's pretty good at the run. But when it comes to, like, defending, like, man and playing zones, he got exposed multiple times. So, you know, the defense going to play good. Every other part, I say, like, we got the, the pieces to, to work together to at least have a, you know, dominant defense, top 10 defense for sure. But will they play as that defense that they can, you know, full potential knowing that they don't know how the offense is going to look? You know, if you play football, you got any experience, like, you already know, like, man, like, if our offense ain't looking like none, we're going to be out here playing defense. And uh, we think, I, I, you know, I, I think that like you're making some good points. Um, like Trevathan has to step up this season. He, he's right. not wrong. And the slide is Danny Trevathan got exposed often last season. Often, way too often. Um, I think that early on in the year, we yeah. heard he was dealing with a little bit of injury. I think that uh, um, later on in the season, it was just like, I'm trying to get yeah. back. I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I mean, age plays into it. And listen, I was big on Danny Trevathan. I was big on Danny Trevathan. And Larry, appreciate you for calling, man. Right. Stay safe out there, bro. Uh, I was big on Trevathan because to me, I was like, okay, this, this is a guy who uh, uh, um, can can do a lot for the Bears if he's healthy because he has a higher talent, a higher, a higher ceiling talent-wise. But we also let somebody who was a solid player walk out the door and go over to Oakland. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. So that's that's the tough part in in that. Um, let's go over to Devontae. Hold up, Devontae, what's good? Yo, Devontae, four one four one zero. What's going on, my boy? Going once, going mm-hmm. twice. Soul to the man in the back. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, we appreciate you guys for calling into the show, man, tuning in with us. Uh, it looks like we got the boys ready to go. So, ladies and gentlemen, entering the chat, we got to bring in Big Trav. Johnny. What's going on? What's going on, boy? Johnny Game Time Hicks in the building. What's good? What's good, How you guys? Boys what is good? Appreciate you. Oh, we're good, brother. We're coming off our uh, 24-hour mock draft marathon. That was 24 hours live on YouTube. Nah, you all this good. Past You're Saturday all good. And You're Sunday. all good. So, as you can tell, um, my voice, listen, you're gonna have to bear with a, me a little bit. I'm just getting it back right now. We have a ton of fantasy questions for you boys because this right. is what you do, and this is exactly what we want to hear from you. So, uh, let's just jump right into it. Um, now, for for my man's here, Yo. for my man's here, AD, Mister Two Letters in the building. He plays, but you know he lose a lot. <laughs> look, my look. So for somebody like him who's coming in, horrible. <laughs> what would you say? What would you say should be basic draft plan going into your first round? Uh, hey, I'll, I'm going to take this real quick, uh, Big Trav, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, because this is probably one of the uh, something that goes majorly overlooked. But uh, I got to give a shout out to my boys over there. You guys got that new lab set up, and that is definitely step one. You guys got to have a dope set up lab where you can spread out. You can have your charts, your your things on your monitor where you're you're monitoring a couple of different things when you you're when it comes to your draft. And that that lab right Man. there, you guys Last are setting up. 
That's <laughs> that's a start. That's a start right there. Hey, we we all do our best. We all do our best. But yeah, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, oh, go I'll ahead, just Travis. jump in. Go Sorry, on. Johnny. I'll just jump in. I think the biggest thing that you can't take away from anything yeah. is running back early and running back often. And what we're seeing in any league that we're in is you just have to hammer running back. And this year we got a little bit lucky. We got a bunch of sophomores coming in that are really tantalizing. You look at DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson, before the Cam Akers injury, Cam Akers, all these guys that really stack to the running back, uh, you know, that, that stable. And you just have to be willing to attack running back even when it gets a little uncomfortable because what we're finding, too, in rounds yeah. three through seven, and Johnny can attest to this, is there's just a ton of wide receivers that can break out this year, a ton of wide receivers that can give you wide receiver one numbers. And so you'd rather wait a little bit on wide receiver and make sure you're good on a, on a you know, position that's going to be scarce by the time the year, year runs out. The other thing, the other yeah, – That was definitely my biggest issue, too, is picking – is what to pick in the beginning. Well, like, you was drafted like I, it was the real league. Yes. You was I just think, taking quarterbacks first, first round. I think I took a quarterback the first one, and everybody was looking at me crazy but happy because they everybody who was going to get anybody any points was still left. And it definitely, so. you know, it depends on if you're in a super flex league or just a one quarterback league. Now, you generally don't want to go with a quarterback in the first or second round. It can be done. I did it last year in our own league of records and, and whatnot. But what you find is that the consistency when you're breaking it down from a week to week, because too often, especially in the drafts, we get enamored with, oh, how many you know potential points for the whole season can my player get? But the reality is that on a week-to-week yeah. basis, a lot of those players that we think are very consistent aren't actually consistent. And, you know, one that comes to mind would be Pat Mahomes, which is oftentimes one of the first quarterbacks off the board or should be, right? However, when you look at his week-to-week, you know, consistency rankings, he only finishes as a top 12 quarterback about 65% of the time over the last two years. Not very good when you're talking about one of these top quarterbacks that you're investing high draft capital in. So you want to go with a different position, you know, a quarter or a wide receiver or running back. Those guys tend to be a little bit more consistent on a week to week. They'll give you more production and uh, and, you know, their floors might not be as safe. Right. As a quarterback who generally doesn't tend to get hurt. However, you're better off going with a guy later on in your draft and and swinging for the upside at the quarterback position because, you know, sticking with our, you know, we'll be on this show uh, every week. Hopefully you guys keep us. You don't, uh, we don't get canceled, but uh, what I'll say is like, we can, we can help you through quarterbacks. One of the easiest positions to stream based on matchups. And so that's what we tend to tell our listeners, but we also can tell you if maybe you are that person that just likes to go out and say, you know, I want the best, uh, you know, gives me the best opportunity to win every week has that high ceiling. Then you can do so because we can also help you in those other uh, aspects of the game on a week-to-week start um i th- i think for me uh because we did we did we didn't do one last year we didn't do we one. did we didn't do we one last year somebody else but but the year the year before that like before the season started i was like yo i i, I did it once i i got the hang of everything i feel like i got the hang of everything I, i'm winning this year I had I like I had a team that was, that was literally first, uh, first place the whole time, and I got I got clipped like the the last week of the season in the championship game. I I, <laughs> I played Pat the week before, and and, and barely won. I th- I think I won like on Sunday night football, and then it, like the last game of the season, 
I think like somebody picked up Kenyon Drake who didn't do like legit anything. And, right. and, and I'm up and got and he got like 300 yards. So my, my question and I, and I and I wound it up losing. My question is like the, those those later rounds are not not even in the later rounds. I would say when when the draft is over, how do you scout those talents that are like they're they're not really doing anything? But then um you know you you pick them up and then. You know that they're, they're on the they're onto the scene that can get you to like those one to two three week periods where they almost basically carry you to. Yeah, a so obviously we'll be on hopefully every week, and I appreciate the question. I think it's a great question, yeah. and we'll be on every week trying to help you guys. You know, in the limited time we have, but we got our own channel too, rocking where we'll be able to give you the waiver wire advice. And I think this kind of goes in line with a, a, a you know a key thing that we have to remember playing fantasy football. You can't really win your league at your draft. You can lose it. You can mess up your draft royally for sure, but you can't really win it because fantasy is really three parts, guys. We're we're drafting a team, we're making trades, and we're and we're picking up things off the waiver. It's a three-pillar kind of system. And so in order to monitor those waivers, I know the, that bad beat you're talking about. Everybody's got one. You know, somebody comes in with that last second. <laughs> their uncle gave them a really good sleeper, and now all of a sudden they're, they're kicking your ass. Nobody likes that. But the, the bottom line is, is that if we are if we're smart and we're proactive, we and we have all three pillars working for us, that's our best chance to win and be able to talk that smack on the guys we're playing against every single week. So I personally write a column every week for the fantasy whispers. Johnny and I get on the mic every week and go over that column and you can get that for free right on the website. And basically that'll get you ready every Tuesday before your waivers run on Wednesday. So you can pick up your own Kenyon Drake last second and get him in your lineup to win that week. Now, uh, as as we get ready for the season, now it's early. You 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 won't, don't want to be doing your drafts this early anyway. Like if you if you're in a league where you're doing the draft this early, get out. If you're in a league doing the draft this early, get out. But when when you're scouting for for these players and you're scouting for specific running backs to to, to take in the first round, what is the thing that you want to look at most? I think that that's what a lot of because. I think we all feel running back's probably the best position. What's the thing that you want to zero in on? So there's a there's a couple of things that you want to look at, right? Um, so there, you know, obviously what market share though that player is, you know, subject to get, and how do you find that? Well, you look at the past history of the offensive coordinators. You look at you know how they use their running backs, and that gives you a nice picture of the amount of usage that said player will get. You also kind of want to look at their offensive line. Right. You want to try to target those better offensive lines. And then you also want to peek mm. at the defenses. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean you you have to go with a defense that's a strong defense or, you know, for a quarterback, one that has a terrible defense. But we often find that, you know, quarterbacks that have a terrible defense, they generally have to throw more and score more points because they have to put more points on the board to keep up in games. Likewise, if a defense is very good, then what tends to happen is teams will run the ball a little bit more because they get up, they rely on that defense to stop the other team's offense. And so they run the ball a little bit more in the garbage time and and whatnot to eat the clock. So you kind of have to, it's not just a one. I, you know, I apologize, Pat. I can't specifically say, Oh, look at this one kind of thing. 
However, you look at yeah. a, a multitude of things, um, you know, and so it's defense, the offensive line, strength of schedule is another thing that you kind of want to look at because, you know, to your guys' point where you'll have these pockets of these players where they won't be doing very much, but then they'll hit a nice stride in their schedule where they're going up against a terrible run defense. And so what ends up happening is you want to yeah. play those guys and, you know, very good case in point. You know, Big Travis and I are huge fans of David Montgomery this year. However, a lot of people, when they when they're looking at David Montgomery, they're saying, oh, well, David Montgomery had, you know, such an easy strength to schedule down the road. And he was the only guy in that running back backfield. So all these things came together to make him a top five running back. And so people are starting to, you know, rescind whether or not they think he could truly be there when the situation is like you look at what Nagy did and for that offense is people forget like they did run Cordero Patterson as if he were Terry Cohen, right? They still gave David Montgomery the bulk of that share. Now, will he, you know, get as much, uh, you know, passing work? Maybe not, but guess what? He's going to get more goal line work because this offense should be in the red zone a lot more with a, a, a guy we Travis, I tend to think that Fields will be the starter there sooner rather than later. So you just tend to think about things like that as well. And you want to take advantage of where people are, you know, zigging and you end up zagging. And that's generally how you end up winning your league with with finding gems like that. Yeah, and I think, you know, just to touch on the point, Pat, you were asking what you're looking for. You know, if you're on Twitter and you're kind of following these beat writers and stuff and you're looking at what they're saying about the camps, you know, you look at running back battles. Let's see who's getting the ones now. We've had an offseason of puff pieces and hype. Let's see who's actually out there running with the first team offense. And we're going to see a lot of that as camp develops. And we're going to actually really find out who these teams, you know, I know. You guys will be watching, for example, that QB battle, and I think they're going to stick firm to the right. Andy Dalton narrative for as long as they can. But eventually, you know, they're not going to be able to keep Justin Fields a secret from this offense anymore. And eventually they'll probably have to hand that over. So we'll start to see the tea leaves on the wall with those kind of things. Quick, yeah. quick question. Um, so what is a like what what is your strategy so much around injuries? Like, we know about the fourth, fifth week, depending on, like, in the season, depending on how it's going, you start to see either a whole lot of injuries or certain positions start to just kind of pile up as far as who's getting injured. Do you do you decide to kind of stick with a player and see how severe it is, or are you immediately looking on the waiver? Yeah, so, um, great. this is a great question. We, we do – what we try to do is our due diligence and follow a bunch of the sports docs that are out there on Twitter. They're kind of helping us out and navigate these things. They're, you know, obviously physical therapists or, or doctors of physical therapy as well. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be trying to retweet stuff that they have as, as often as we can. The big thing we know is things like high ankle sprains um, tend to be longer and linger past, you know, what we know. And then we have other situations where MCL sprains can be fought through depending on the player. So it's really just a case-by-case basis. But back to what we were saying before, running back early and often, because that position is so devastated by injury every single year, we know that if we can stack enough of a stable five to six running backs, that includes your starters plus some bench spots, then you know you can weather this storm and kind of keep guys on a cycle and plugging them in and out of your lineup and, and then kind of weather that storm, so to speak. And as well to piggyback off of that, when you're you know talking about those first running backs that you're going to take in that first round, we also like to say if you're going to grab like 
a CMC or a Dalvin Cook. Like, get these running backs where you know who the clear handcuff is, and they're not going to necessarily take over that role. But if anything happens to that running back, then we know, okay, this player is going to come in and, and take the workload. Similarly to, you know, Cam Akers and, and, uh, and Henderson, right? We know Henderson, you know, Cam Akers comes down with the Achilles injury. Well, we can now project Henderson to take the rushing workload at least of Cam Akers. And so you want to make sure you're, you know, you're in a backfield that definitely has a tie, especially in that first round when you're talking about uh, grabbing one of these, you know, major anchors at your running back position. You want to make sure that the backup is, you know, for CMC is Chuba Hubbard. Uh, you know, you're looking at Dalvin Cook. Uh, would be, you know, Alexander Madison and and you just go down the line, so on and so forth. And that's how you'll kind of be able to weather that storm a little bit more. Um, I Dude. think uh, one of the questions that I had, because because uh, we've been talking a lot about running back, I want to know who is a sleeper at the wide receiver position that we're not talking about, because, you know, of course, uh, this year we got a gang of wide receivers. You talking uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, DK, uh, Mooney, Allen Robinson? Who's the, who's that one sleeper wide receiver that we're not talking about? Or that one sleeper uh, player that we're not talking about that can get you big money points? Johnny, you want to take this one? I'll, I'll follow sure. up. Sure. Uh, I'll go, I'll go super deep sleeper. Uh, so deep that he may just stay asleep, but, uh, you know, I, I actually have, pretty, I have, uh, some, some big faith in, in what he could do. And that's going to be wide receiver Jacoby Myers, uh, for the new England Patriots. Now I understand it sounds hideous, sounds gross. Why would I ever want to go with a wide receiver for new England that might have, you know, Cam Newton. Yeah, you're going to have to explain yeah, that. Yeah. One. So, uh, <laughs> basically where, where I get that from is, uh, if you look at what New England is doing, right, they they got Jonu Smith in, they got Hunter Henry, and all beat reporters and, and indications, they're going to lean back to what they had when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Now, if you go back to uh, the coaching scheme and the, and the playbook during that time, it was in 2011 and 2012, and what you find is that, you know, they gave the vast majority of the target market share to those two tight ends, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. So uh, they had about 18 and 16 percent, give or take, in that uh, for that market share. But what was interesting is during that time, there was one wide receiver that actually had 29 percent market share for their wide receivers. All the rest of them had, you know, minimal 10 percent. And that one receiver was their slot receiver at in 2011, it was Wes Welker. In 2012, it was Julian Edelman. So they both had 29% market share to lead the team. And if you project that, it's looking like Jacoby Myers, who's, who ran 50% of his uh, routes last year from the slot. I expect him. He's you know a big-bodied wide receiver, 6'4". And the thing that I really like about him is last year, he really didn't do it much until week seven. But once he came in, mm-hmm. uh, there were some injuries. He from week seven on, he had two games in which he scored or he had over 100 receiving yards, one in which he had 169 receiving yards, and he never scored a single touchdown during that span, but he did finish as a wide receiver two in two of those games, 
and as well as he also has a little bit of a trick up his sleeve and that he can throw touchdowns. And that was the one thing that he did last year. He did throw a touchdown pass. So when I'm looking for these deep sleepers on guys who has that potential to really break out, it's things like that that I'm looking for. A bigger target market share than most people aren't expecting, as well as uh, what, what we can forecast based on things we've seen from coaches in the past. Yeah. For my sleeper, and it's pretty, it's not a deep as, as deep as Johnny's, but I like Chase Claypool. I mean, Chase Claypool yeah. is a, a legit big-bodied wide receiver that was basically averaging 60% yeah. snap share last year but still saw over 100 targets. I think he takes over that alpha role this year. You look at Ben coming into camp, slim down. You look at what, able, what Chase Claypool was able to do on that 60% snap share, as I mentioned. I mean, he still scored 11 touchdowns. That joins a list of wide receivers since the late 90s with Randy Moss, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Calvin Ridley, Mike Williams, guys that really in their rookie year – dominated the touchdown landscape and that's big company to be a part of Mike Evans is also in that list so for me I think Claypool is just a guy what sometimes when you're watching fantasy you just want to look at a guy and go yeah that guy's a good football player I'm gonna I'm gonna take that guy and that's what I feel like with Chase Claypool some of the numbers are there and some of the numbers aren't we know Deontay Johnson led them in targets and he could be a PPR monster for them again this year but I think that the way that they know that they kind of kept him at bay a little last year as a rookie, they're going to really unleash Claypool this year. And that offense could be poised to really throw again and again, as they've done over the last few years. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm, we, with, we, I'm, I'm with it. I just hope he stay off TikTok. Yeah. I hope he stay off TikTok. Yeah, he's got to stay off TikTok. It's going to be hard with you doing the same locker room as him. But yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough out here. It's tough out here. Oh, uh, man, we are joined by Big Trav TFW on Twitter. Make sure to follow him. And Johnny underscore Game Time on Twitter. Make sure to follow him. Uh, one last question before we get you guys out of here. I have to ask it. This is a Chicago <laughs> sports talk show. Where do you guys project that the Bears defense will be taken this season or will finish this season and – where should team or where should players be looking to take the Bears defense? Because we know it's a staple of the city. Yeah, so I'll just jump in here. Usually uh, the Bears are just so up there in defense, but I feel like they might be with the emergence of Pittsburgh last year and with Washington, they might be getting a little slept on this year. We usually advise that you do not draft a defense any higher than the second to last round of your drafts just because – we don't want you to waste those picks on, on on a defense when you can just wait. And I think this is the perfect year to target a team like Chicago. Mm-hmm. Look, with Andy Dalton under center, we can laugh all we want at Andy Dalton all the time, but he's going to be better than both QBs were last year. I, I really believe that. And then, if we, and then if we move on to Justin Fields, I think that's even better for a defense because I think he's going to be yeah. able to keep other defenses honest, which means less opportunity you know, less time on the field, hopefully, for that Chicago defense. So if you can get them in the second to last round, I think that's where they could fall this year easily because of the other teams, as I mentioned. I think that's a perfect spot, and they're definitely – you know, what we see a lot year to year um, is that defense doesn't repeat at the top in fantasy. It's a lot more volatile. So because I don't think Pittsburgh and Washington will be at the top, they'll be somewhere in their top five, this is a good year to target a team like Chicago or even San Fran uh, as somebody to resurge at the top because they have all the talent there to do it. 
Man, I, I can't listen. I I agree with you on the on the uh, 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 don't take defenses super. I see Sorry. I see people taking defenses in like the fourth round. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you what are y'all doing? Let, like, you understand? It's yeah, be, let you know, you do, do it. You clap. Yeah, you yeah. clap it and you say thank you because oh, yeah, you just it. you just wasted a pick basically. Because it's it, yeah. when you look at the position now, the Bears are a very good opportunistic defense. That's what makes them so yeah. good. Uh, especially for fantasy football. But, you know, with them having a down year last year, people aren't as high on him or on, on them as a defense. And so, yeah, yeah it's it's definitely going to be a team because I'll tell you what, week two they play the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's going to be a very opportunistic game because Bengals are going to want to throw a lot. That offensive line is not good, and it should be a little bit improved. But that's going to be where where Khalil Mack will you know pin back his ears and go right after uh, uh, Joe Burrow, and you know we'll see how mobile he is at that time. But uh, definitely, yeah. they're going to be a really good defense as far as uh, once you start getting into the season. But we're we're really big advocates on on streaming defenses, so we don't tech you know we don't typically say you know just roll with one defense because they're always really good matchups that you want to play. And when you're talking about a week to week game and having a defense, you know, there's a, there's a big advantage of having a defense, you know, score eight points versus 20 on your, on your, on your spot. So uh, we definitely advise, you know, like Travis said, take a, take a dart throw, take that Jacoby Myers in the 14th round and 15th round. And then, uh, you know, yeah. right before your game start, you know, before week one, then look at your roster, see who hasn't really panned out, you know, through training camp, and then drop one of those guys for a defense. Yeah, just I just want one more thing, one more nugget on that. Sorry, I don't want to steal the mic too much, Pat. But on the defense, if you are going to stream, remember to look at over-unders per Vegas. Look at those low over-unders. Look for a team to be favored with a low over-under. Yep. I love yep. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Appreciate y'all. Hey, first off, clap it up for the boys. Hey. Clap it up for the boys. Appreciate you guys. The Fantasy Whispers Pod going to be a staple on the show weekly. Uh, we do appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. Like I said, uh, make sure to follow Big Travi on Twitter, Big Travi TFW. Make sure to follow Johnny Game Time Hicks at wow. Johnny underscore Game Time. Boys, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. Appreciate right. you. Great show. Hey, y'all stay safe Good out there, you man. Too. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Go ahead, go ahead, do what you got to do. Uh, the boys came through, really showed out for us. We re- we really appreciate that, man. Hoping that that is going to be a weekly staple. Everybody talking about it, I think it's going to be a weekly staple. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep them in the building for us for sure. Uh, coming through, make sure to tweet them your questions. Make sure to tweet us your questions as well, um, and, and we can forward them to them. Um, get in tune with the Fantasy Whispers on uh, uh, YouTube, they have the podcast. Like Big Travis said, they have the the. Uh, uh, he writes the article for him. These guys are the real deal when it comes to breaking down fantasy. So we appreciate them for tuning in with the show. Um, AMG said, "Did he steal Ringo? No, he kind of did. He kind of did on the low. Uh, <laughs> no, so um, I, I just I. First off, I guess I can do this. We got to tell y'all. We got to tell y'all. Maybe we can get them. Let me see. We're going to have conversation off, but maybe we can get them to to join the league as well. Um, We got to tell y'all about what we are going to do with this fantasy league. This is the Windy City Breeze. We got to break down fantasy. We've got to we've got to get into fantasy. We've got to, you know, everybody's got like they three, four leagues, but. 
This is a league where you can join and rock with us, play with us, get in tune with us, all of that. We can sit in there and talk garbage together, all of that good stuff. And so we are going to uh, uh, basically do do a giveaway, a little contest. You can enter to see if you can make it into the Fantasy League. Um, And we are going to have our own Fantasy League this season. I believe it's going to be PPR. Got to talk with Ringo on that. He's the one that usually runs it. Uh, He's usually a pretty good commissioner, so we let him do what he does. Um, And then – yeah, man, we just want y'all to, to be able to join up with us and and really be able to, you know, another way that we can connect with y'all. We love uh, being able to do that. So once we get that set up, it will be posted in the community tab. Um, and then, you know, y'all can get in tune and, and, and come through and we can have some fun this season. And of course, of course, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a cash prize at the end. Stop playing with it. We're going to have a little cash prize at the end. We're not doing a buy-in, but we're going we're gonna to have a little bit of a cash prize at the end. You know what I'm saying? You got to gotta grease the palms a little bit. got to grease the palms. And we'll see. We'll see what it get up to. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what kind of support we get over the next couple months, and uh, we'll get them. Anyway, let's get back to talking sports, man. Um, Listen, AD and Ringo will be right back. Uh <laughs> He said, he said, he's still Ringo. That's priceless. Um, we want to hear from y'all as well, though, because we are going to get into our bold predictions for the season. Bold predictions for this season. The NFL, not just the Bears, but the NFL, It's going to be an interesting year this year. Aaron Rodgers has returned. Randall Cobb going back to Green Bay. The NFC alone is going to be tough. Can Tom Brady repeat? And so we're going to get into our bold predictions, and we want to hear from y'all as well. Let's go to the phones real quick, though, before we get into that and talk with y'all. We're going out to Heidi Castle. Heidi, was good? Did you say Heidi Castle? Hey, that's what popped up. Is this kid? <laughs> Heidi Castle. Hey, kid, what's good? I'm a chick now. All right, cool. Right. Hey, listen, I, you sounded bad, too. It's not, never mind. That's, oh, God. <laughs> that's a cancelable. Hey, that's a joke that's going to get us canceled. Please don't. That's a joke. That's a cancel joke. That's on me. What's going on with you, my boy? <laughs> What's good? What's good? What's good? Man, man, man getting ready to make these bold the, predictions, uh, my boy. The crew coming through with the fantasy picks, man. That's what's up. Man, man, I love I love the fantasy whispers, bro. I've been watching them for a minute. These dudes been on point. They need so much more love. And so we got AK on here, man. Shout out to y'all. Y'all go show them some love as well. Get in tune with them, man. Um yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me throw, let me throw, let me throw this last comment up. Um, kid, we got you here. You might as well stick around. <laughs> hey, man, listen. I don't so, tie up the phones too much. I'm definitely tuning in. But you, you went to some outrageous takes, and I'll just say this. You know, I woke up and chose violence today. I think today. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, woke up and chose violence today. And oh my God, I think he's going to do it this year. I hate to say it. But I give the Bears probably a two, three-year window. But a pissed-off Aaron Rodgers, which is what he looked like. He didn't look butthurt or pissed off. I like to say he was pissed off. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to actually do some little, do some real damage this year. And uh, Yeah, dog. That's, uh, um, 
Well, listen, let's start it off with this, man. We got you here. And let, and let somebody call in. Somebody call in. I'm going to hang up on you. Don't worry about it. Um, bold prediction number one. Who is your uh, NFL MVP? You went hard for Rodgers. Skirt. What up, PK? My MVP. Who's my MVP? Oh, God. Uh, Iguodala. No. Um. <laughs> Wrong sport. Wrong sport. Was that a line? I always went to say that for some reason, dog. Um, no, you know what? MVP. Maddie Ice. Ooh, really? Really? That is a bold prediction. Maddie Ice? I think Maddie Ice is going to do something this year. Without Julio? Hey, they picked up Pitts, didn't they? Who did they pick up? They picked up Pitts, didn't they? Yeah, they did pick up Pitts. But that's still, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Ringo, who you got for your NFL MVP? One, Atlanta not going to do nothing if Kanye's still in their locker room. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye in the locker room kicking it. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Ringo, who you got for your NFL MVP? Um, Bro, I I got got Rodgers. I got Rodgers. You going A-Rod? I I, I just think that he he really owns some, like, my type – Mike type, I'm back. Um, like, 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 legit. He, he, he's, he's literally gonna be the whole year, just literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with having a new studio. <laughs> Keep going. Um, nah, I, I just, I just feel like the whole year he's gonna be playing pissed off, and like every touchdown he throws, it's literally gonna be like, Gouda cuts, you did this. Sixty-yard <laughs> bomb. Down the field to uh, Dev- Devontae Adams off rip. So I, I, I definitely think he's gonna be getting MVP. Who you got, AD? Uh, MVP. Um, see, man, I'm gonna just you know always bet on black. I'm gonna go Patrick Mahomes, man. That's not a bad name to throw out there, Patrick Mahomes. That's not that's, a bad name to throw out there. That's definitely um. Redemption time, I guess. I, oh, I, I got to take for you. I think Lamar Jackson going to have a better season. I'm not, hey, I'm not mad at Lamar. Well, Lamar got to deal with COVID before he get into nah. the season. So, Dang. It's not even that. The Chiefs took his offensive tackle. Uh, that's true. The Chiefs also took his best tackle. Like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Well, if nothing else, he gets to run for his life, which is what he does best. <laughs> um, if I'm going NFL MVP, I'm going to say – it sucks. I agree with you. I gotta say, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think he's. I think he's gonna be so pissed off at Gouda Koontz. Uh I think he walked into Lambo. Whatever. He walked into Lambo with thong sandals. You know what I'm saying? Said, you know what I'm that saying? That is an angry white man. That is a man that is literally ready to throw the chocolate at you. He went straight head. to customer service. Like he was, <laughs> was like, no, I'm not. This is not acceptable. Hey, you know, you know what the best part of that whole little thing was? Is when uh, they have reporters trying to talk at the same time. He like calmed it down. Was like everyone's gonna get a turn. Like he went there prepared, prepared to all. It's not looking good for this this organization. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get ugly for sure. It's it's gonna get ugly. I, listen, I love seeing the Packers in turmoil, and nothing makes me happier. But it's probably gonna be at the demise of the Bears, and at least one of them games. I think I think the Bears split with them. I think the Bears split with. Them. Hey, can I um can I still root for the Bears <laughs> and pick up the right guy? I think I think you got to. I think you got to. Oh man, Bear Forever not only shot us the super. Chat, shout out to you, my boy, hey. but also say he going full Bears fanboy on this one. Justin Fields for MVP, baby. Okay. Not hey. only rookie of the year, MVP. That also brings us to this. Uh, who is your rookie of the year this season? Mm. Shout out to hey. you, Bear Forever. Um, it's easy. What's up, boy? That came from uh, from what you call it? Um, from Clemson. Travel, travel Lawrence? So, yeah, Sunshine? Sun, sunshine. Yeah, sunshine. sunshine. You going Sunshine for MVP, sunshine. huh? You, you feeling that confident about it? Yes, sir. Hey, oh, I'm, hey, I'm sorry. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. He's going to go up to me. He's like, hey, hey, you can throw it. You can throw it. You can throw it 100 yards. You can't, can't throw a five-yard pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the ball. Rev, show him how to do it. <laughs> He's like, you can, th- you can throw it 100 yards, but you can't pitch it five, five feet. yards. <laughs> pitch the ball. Who you got, Rev? Let's go, man. Uh... I'm trying to see. I, I, honestly, if it's a giant, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Kadarius Tony. Um, nah. Seriously, I, I'ma say. Literally, literally, it's coming down to two people for me. I'm, I'm either going Trey Lance, or I'm going, um, I'm, I'm, or I'm going Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase yeah. isn't a bad one. You get two, right? You get you get offensive and defensive, right? For rookie of the year. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's not bad. Um, I'm a, I'm a probably I'm a probably I'm a probably say Jamar Chase. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jamar Chase. I'm gonna be real with you, and and see now nah, I, I for defensive yes Jamar Chase. Nah, Jamar Chase a wide receiver. I mean yes yeah, yeah, yeah. for offensive that's what I meant. Um. That's that's not I, – I probably agree with you, except the quarterback is such a premium position that I do think that it's going to be sunshine. Because I don't sunshine. see – I don't see a Zach Wilson playing enough games. I don't think – I don't think Trey Lance is going to be as good. He hasn't even signed this contract. You know what I'm saying? I don't think – you know what I'm saying? I don't hey, think, I don't think Justin's going to play enough games. I don't think Justin's going to play enough games. See, see it, it, it depends. If, if he goes – if he goes from like week six yeah. all the way to the end of the season, the week five all the way to the end of the season, I'm cool with that. Right. I'm cool. Cause I cause I, I don't think the Jags got all the personnel and right. while the 49ers do, it's it's just that 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 right there, the 49ers got it, but it's all about a timing issue with Trey Lance. I don't disagree. I I, I agree with that. I'll agree with that. Um let's see. Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Uh, one more, one more, one more. What was my next one? Oh, defensive player of the year. Oh, my bad, kid. You still on the phone. Um, kid, who's your rookie of the year? <laughs> Are you still on the phone? Did you die? Kid might be gone. All righty, we're going to move on. Um, defensive player of the year. Uh, de- defensive player. Come on, come on now. Come on. Now. Who you got? You got Donald? 
and you know, you know what though? Honestly, it's it's you a, got the Donald. It's a it's a three person wage. I'm. It's coming down to either Donald, Garrett, or, or, or TJ Watt. But I, I'm a, I'm gonna go Gary. I'm gonna go Gary. I, I I think this year he doesn't figured everything out. It's not bad. And, and he he went like straight dummy last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I just feel like it, it's voter fatigue on Aaron because it's just like okay, like bro, we, uh, we know. But we you know. know what? It's so it's so weird because like is that a writer's? It's still a writer's thing, right? Like the writers yeah. pick who would, like yeah. that's that's the weird part to me because it's like how are you how are you fatigued by literally watching this man destroy Yo, people? That's the crazy every part. week. That's a, but but the thing that I don't like is that they're in control of the bread. They're also in control of your bread though. That's wow. the thing. Cause yeah, you, you, don't, yeah. you don't get the extra bread unless they. And you know what I think? I think that needs to be a, an. A, an and, I think and, most of these awards need to be an award of the peers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like to me, that's the yeah. that's the thing that's that's going to be most important. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, I keep closing my phone like I don't have it written down here. Now, here's here's where it gets interesting, right? Who are going to be your division winners? Now, I'll make it easy for you. I'll pull up. I'll pull up the uh, the divisions here. Hold on. Oh, uh, AD, defensive player of the year. Oh yeah, AD, defensive player uh, of the year. We definitely forgot about you. Return of the Mac. That's all I'm saying. I, that's Return not a bad name. I feel like I didn't get my defensive player Return of the year. Of the we Mac. just listen to you. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you heard it here first, and I'm throwing balls on it. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Don't nobody actually know the words. Yeah. 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 Pull up the world. Return of the Mac. <laughs> yes, let's get it. Um, my defensive player of the year. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go somebody that nobody expects because I do think the Bears' defense is gonna return to dominance this season. I do think that the Bears' defense is going to return to being something that is scary that teams are worried about. I'm gonna go Oppo. Everybody, and this is how high I am on my man's. I'm gonna go Eddie Goldman. Hey. Oh, nah. Hey, nah. I'm gonna tell you why. Nah. Disney story. I'm gonna tell you why. Disney story. I'm gonna tell you why. I like it. Not a lot of confidence in this. I wouldn't bet it. Like but it. I'm gonna tell you why though. If he comes back after the season that we saw last season, and this is not just me being a homer, I've actually thought this through. If he comes back after the season we saw last season, and this defense vastly improves, you'll be able to pinpoint him. Right. Right. You'll be able to look and pinpoint him as. Oh, snap. That's the reason the Bears defense came back. Right. That's the reason that the Bears... You know what I'm saying? Like, if Khalil Mack is all of a sudden having a great season because all you see is Eddie Goldman up the middle sending people into Khalil Mack's lap. It's gonna, like, you're going to look at Eddie Goldman as a difference maker on defense. Yeah. Honestly. I'm with it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Now, let's get into uh, these NFL divisions. All right, real quick, comeback, comeback player of the year. Ooh, comeback player of the year. That's not a bad one. Hey, Raging said, not a sexy choice, though. Not at all. Horrible choice. Probably won't win. I'm not going to lie to you. But I'm going to be real with you. He's such a difference maker. Like, people don't, like, if you watch the Bears with him and without him, it's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. really crazy. Like, yeah, it's, no. it's 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 championship-level defense. And now, and, and it's the fact that Akeem Hicks is aging. Championship-level defense yeah. to eight and eight. Yeah. Right. Um, comeback player of the year. Um, you, uh, who you got? 
Well, for me, for me, for me, I'm going Saquon. Of course, of course, I figured. I'm going Saquon. I don't know if uh, I don't know if um, Saquon's gonna be protected enough for that, but but not a bad name. Uh, P. Kid came P- off last year. P. Y'all Kid, sleeping, P. Kid put in his vote. Cam Newton, not a bad name either. Not bad. I really hope Cam is though. I really I, hope Cam. Hey, is. I'm I'm not mad at Odell it. Beckham Jr. I really over here and. Uh, Odell. That's not a bad name. That was a lot of good names. Odell COVID Bob. was wild. Uh, uh, Nick Nick Bosa. Ooh. I was going to go Nick Bosa. I was going to go Nick Bosa because he is it just. But here's the problem, though. Them Bosa boys are amazing. They do be injury prone, though. I, they I do be a little that, injury prone. That's more so Joey, though. They, like, hey, Joey, they another one. But they need, Nick, to, they need to eat all the superfoods and 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 and. And hit and hit the yoga and the spa and, and just get the AMG says Carson Wentz or Saquon. Carson Wentz not a bad name either. Again, another guy that the quarterback position is such a premium. I can Where's see it happening. Um, Carson Wentz is in Indy. Oh, he's in, he's he's in, in Indy. Okay. Um, we got loser voted George Kittle. That's not really. He always down though. You know what I'm saying? Like George Kittle's always hurt. I think he's trying. He's been trying I'm to a- win that award for the last couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> For real, <laughs> the last couple of years, like he's all he come back, but he's always. You know, <laughs> said, "Watch they give it to Stafford." That's not a bad name, hey. though. Hey, but hey. Stafford's never bad. That's the problem. I, I'm not. I can't give lie. you comeback the, player. Of the year. They might lie. give Detroit Aaron or, uh, the the comeback team. Hey. Of the year. He, yeah, he got he got he got the endorsement from Aaron Rodgers. So I'm no, I'm, no, no. I, nobody thought Matt Stafford wasn't good. Right. Everybody just knew Detroit sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, that is a cold. big like, difference. Sorry, 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 D-Town, but it's just, hey. hey. All right, let's run through these divisions real quick. Um, in the AFC East, who you got winning? That division is Buffalo, Miami, New England, and the New York Jets. Buffalo. Shout out to Griselda. Buffalo. I don't see Miami doing nothing in that Buffalo. Division. I think two is terrible. The, 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 that game two. I really I, think two is I, terrible. I don't, but I don't believe in two. And I, I'm gonna ask the chat this: You you can try to refute what I'm saying. When was the last time a good Alabama quarterback came out and did something? Well, I hope it's gonna be uh, Justin Fields. <laughs> I mean, he had to switch it up. You know what I'm, I'm saying? That's, Started a, that, that's Ohio State. Sw- oh, it was Ohio. My yeah. bad. No, yeah. it was where, no. He was somewhere else before. The both teams have the he same. He was at stigma. Bama first season. Both right? teams had the same stigma. No, nah, that was Georgia. That was Ohio Georgia. State oh, Georgia. QB. My bad, Georgia. My bad. I tweaked okay. on that. He I talked nah, about but, Ohio um, State QBs just like they but, talk about uh, Alabama. Ooh. Ooh, we got we got Patriots in the chat. We got Buffalo. Buffalo. A lot of people going Buffalo. Buffalo a lot Bills. of people going Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> Ray just said M- Buffalo and Mitch is the QB by the end of the season. Wow. No. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 put some res- put some respect on Josh. I saw him run over Darius Leonard. Hey. No as, problem. And yeah. Stefan Diggs um, out there doing his thing. But but now nah, I'm 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 on. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on the Patriots, but I I I, st- I still gotta go Buffalo. Buffalo, uh, they, they they got too many weapons. Josh I, Josh Allen doesn't figure it out, and I I don't think Cam can. I can't. Cam's gonna be the reason. Josh why Allen doesn't figure it out. No, no, I said Josh Allen has figured it. Oh, out. Oh, he has figured and it I, out. Okay, I, I don't, okay, okay. I don't think Cam it, Cam can elevate himself up to that level. I mean, we had that yeah. argument. I'd love to have kid on here. We had that argument last week where it was just like. 
he's not yeah. – they're not building yeah, this team for like, him. It, they're building it, not, it for Matt. Bro, you know – but the thing is, too, that – because I was trying to figure out the name. Bro, they've been running the same offense since Drew Bledsoe. And then – and then, <laughs> and then right, the, 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 th- the thing is, too – all he did was take every play away that wasn't wasn't a pass. Everybody was like, "Oh no, Bill's gonna have to answer those questions." Yeah, Bill has been a, in charge of the defense since this since this man was with uh Bill Parcells. Yeah, um, Josh McDaniels has the answer for Cam Newton, not him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's that, true. That, that, that was that was the, that was the only two points. But yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Cam's gonna elevate himself enough. And, and I don't, I don't see Miami's defense holding up enough to where Tua can be like, "Yo, I'm, I'm that dude to finally take this over." All right, let's so now nah, I'm going Buffalo. Let's run through the rest of these real quick because we out in about mm, five minutes. Right. Um, AFC North: Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Who you got? Cleveland, Baltimore, Big B, Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland has the defense to do it they 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 got the weapons to do it and they got the tight ends with the running backs i i think that miles got another level i think baker turned enough of a corner to be to make what the weapons he have deadly and yeah. i think that's different i don't think that baker's an elite quarterback but i think he's, that he turned good. enough of a corner to thrive in that offense he's good but he, uh, he's also competent yeah let's go and a lot of people sleep on pittsburgh i'm i'm going to go i'm going to go yeah i'm going to go cleveland I'm going to go Cleveland in that one. Um, AFC South, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston, Jayville. Who you got? Mm, Indy just got their quarterback. Indianapolis. Indianapolis, Tennessee, Houston, Jayville. Tennessee. I'm never betting against Derrick Henry ever again I, I, in life. <laughs> Tennessee. Except in the playoffs. <laughs> Tennessee. I, I, I got to go. I'm, I'm gonna go Tennessee and Ryan. Tannehill. I'm gonna go Tennessee. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go Indy. I think. It, listen, Indy went. What was this, last year? Eleven and five last season. I with nobody. <laughs> no, no, the, crazy the, the three, oh, the, no, three Rivers, the three running, Rivers, the three running backs with yeah. with Quentin Nelson. The three running backs with Quentin Nelson. Yeah, because they have a they have a three three at a monster with Mac Tay, uh, Taylor and Hyde. Yep, yep, yep. That, yep. that three at a monster. With that defense led by the Forrest Buckner, they, they can do some things. I think that's a toss-up between Indy and Tennessee, so I'm not going. It was last season, so I'm, I'm going to go Indy. I'm going to go Indy. I, I think Carson Wentz has a nice little bounce-back season with, with that offensive line in front of him. You can't help it. I mean, right. they cope. Um, I mean, I can do this. I'm really, really good. AFC West, uh, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Chargers, the L.A. Chargers, or the Denver Broncos? Come on now. Yeah, yeah, all right. We're just going to move past that. Well, yeah, uh, uh, all right. Better up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, barring catch up barring some craziness, I'm going Kansas City. Um, <laughs> NFC East, Washington. Oh, God. New York, <laughs> Dallas, Philly. Who you got? Somebody got to host the playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> so why, why not us? Keep it going. I'm, I'm going to die. Hey, um. Why not the Giants, man? Why not? I don't I'm like. About it, I don't dude. like Dallas like that. I don't either. I don't either. But so I'm gonna still Giants. pick them to win it. Go Giants. I'm gonna go Dallas. But I think I think Philly does better. I think Jalen Hurts has a has a decent little. Oh, season. I forgot. I'm a, I think Philly Washington does better. Sleeper. Yeah, Washington. Oh, Washington. Big. Oh, no. I didn't think about Washington. Hold on, but 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 he got an issue. Uh, what you call it? My man's over there got an issue because. <laughs> 
like twenty percent of them got the COVID test. That's true. They all gonna be sick. That's true. That's true. <laughs> a lot of game. I'm checks. just letting hey, you know hey, right now. Fitzy, Fitzy can get you eight though. A lot of lot of game <laughs> checks forfeited. Um, <laughs> NFC North: Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit. Stop playing with me, Berdan. Berdan. You know Chicago in this thing. I don't care if Aaron, Aaron Rodgers got thong sandals yeah, I on. I, 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 got, I, got, I don't, I, I don't I, even care. I got Green Bay winning. Whatever. <laughs> He's back. Shout out to that second playoff spot. He hey, yo, what I'm saying? hey, yo, we got to run through the... We he got, ain't from 63rd. We got, we got 30 <laughs> seconds. Here we go. <laughs> NFC South, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta. Uh, Bucks. New Orleans. Bucks. Yeah, Bucks, Bucks for real. No. Uh, and then the West, uh, Seattle, LA, Arizona, San Francisco. Woo! San Fran for the sleeper. I'm going Seattle. San Fran for hey, the sleeper. Uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. As always, it's Seattle. your boy, Pat, the designer. Ringo in Seattle, too. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bow, bow. Peace. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.